This week on Weak Sauce. And... Hang on a second. You may have to edit this out because I don't remember the name. I just completely left okay, me. Okay, well, that's bad. Yeah, it just completely left me. But this is... Okay. It's really important. Um, yeah. I, I literally had it... Are you having a stroke? Are you dying? I may be. I may be. I feel like you should be helping me here. I don't know what you're talking about, Well, yeah, about, but do though. something. So that doesn't help. Something's wrong with me. I, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Hello, and welcome to Week Sauce, a weekly history podcast about this week in history. My name is Mike, and I'm joined, as always, by Jason, my co-host Jason. Jason, how's it going? Oh, it's great. Wasn't that intro hilarious that we just had there? That little... Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, my God. uh, Yeah. Hilarious. Mm Mm-hmm. People are probably... I don't don't know what you're... Grasping at their stomach. I mean, we, you know, we haven't recorded that yet. I, like that. I don't think that, you understand the magic of podcasting. Like literally, right? We, I understand how editing. Could, yeah, we could have yeah. gotten away with that. Like that's. Uh-huh. So anyway, that was hilarious. Yeah, that well, was a really good intro. What just happened one of our, there? Easily one of our best. Yeah, easily, yeah. man. Had no idea that was yeah. even being recorded. It was so mm-hmm. funny. It's just mm-hmm. like off the cuff. Yeah. Uh, but the, again, this is where like podcasting works well for us because we can do anything we want. People have no right. idea that it's all edited in post production. Like they're dumb; they don't get I it. I mean, they probably know? think that it is. I would think uh, they probably know. I would think. Hmm. Just just a thought, but no. I, I was telling you last week. I recorded something uh, a little while back with another friend of mine, and he was kind of. I don't know, I would say a little on edge about it, just like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go, I don't know if it's going to be any good, and I was like, dude, we're recording this alone in the back room of your house, like, if it sucks, nobody in the world will hear it, we'll just delete it and pretend it never happened, yeah. it'll just be gone forever. It's the beauty of it, I mean, in fact, yeah. we did that with our very, like, the pilot episode, no mm-hmm. one will ever, ever hear, because it was probably the worst thing we've ever done. Well, w- the I will probably threaten to release it when I need a large sum of cash from you, and I can't think of a better way to extort you. Well, but until I, then, yeah, that's no a one will hear it. Pretty terrible idea, because I mean, yeah, I feel like we both are equally vested in, in the terribleness of that particular podcast. But right, but by then, I'm sure I'll have nothing else to lose. You know, I'll probably be on the run from the mafia or something from some gambling debts. Well, um, outside of the. The pulling of the curtain we just did there, where mm-hmm. people really got a good view. I am, uh, I have been looking forward, and I say this a lot, but I have been looking forward to this podcast for a while because this has been in the works. We've known we were going to be doing this particular topic for a while. Mm-hmm. Yep. This, is, I mean, it's as I mentioned on our episode where we talked about Alan Shepard, First America is Space. I personally believe that this is the greatest achievement in human history, just as far as just the scope of it. And just how much work and ingenuity it took to to make this come together, you know? Well, Alan Shepard, also the first person to pee-pee himself before going to space. That's true, yep. Pee-peed himself and then then became a hero. Yeah. So, So don't let anybody tell you you can't, you know, achieve your dreams, kids, even if you pee yourself. Yeah, if you're, if you, if there's a kid listening right now who 
just goes to bed at night, not sure whether or not he'll wake up with sheets drenched in his own urine, just know that you still have a chance to be something special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. but we're not, I mean, we're not here to talk about people wetting themselves, or are we? Well, this no, is a pie. No, we we'll do whatever to, we want. Yeah, we'll have to dig into the topic and, and find out what, you know, if anybody involved did, in fact, you know, let it go a little bit. But, no, this week we are going to talk about the moon landing, the first moon landing, the Apollo 11 mission and all of that stuff. And we're actually covering July 13th through 19th. And what fell within that is, one, the launch of Apollo 11, and then also the uh, command module reaching the moon. The actual landing wasn't until the 20th, which is just outside our week, but, you know, we were like, hey, let's just do this, because we both are really excited to do it, so. I mean, I'm clearly super excited you can i can hear, hear it, it. Yeah. i can hear it in your silence it's in well I in mean, the awkward silences well when you're so excited there's only so much that you can say right exactly i, I would yeah. say now between the two of us you are certainly the space aficionado like you love the space topics you love space exploration in general really anything associated with space is right in your wheelhouse so yeah while i'm excited i think this is really your week man Yep, I agree. This is this is my time to shine. This is your chance. So I may just sit here and listen. Because I feel like this show hasn't given me enough opportunity to you know, be in the spotlight between the two of us. Yeah, I, I guess that's partially my fault for really taking over and kind of Yeah, you're shining. always just talking over everything I'm saying. Well, it's, it's not that. You'll I'm never just, let me get a word in edgewise. People really like You me. just go on and on and on, yeah. and I just have to sit back quietly. And eh. But not this week. This week, I'm going to say some stuff. I'm going to really... Be out front. Yeah, well, we're... Is that we're okay all, with you? Yeah, you, well, I'm looking okay. forward to it. This is, all right, well, the, let's... This is uh, this is your interview, so to speak. Yeah. This is your chance to show everybody what you got. So no pressure yeah. at all. Okay, yeah. I did already wet myself. Oh, no. See, I well, mean, it's, it's fine, it's, okay. it's fine. We're good. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. This, I mean, we've seen what that can lead to, so good good for you. Yeah. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's just... Uh, Let's get into this, hey, huh? Are you, are you wearing a spacesuit, though? I know that you mentioned you uh, thought yeah, you were... I am. Okay. It, well, it's uh, footy pajamas that look like an astronaut. Okay. So you, do you want to get cleaned up before we get going? Just edit all uh, this out? Yeah, I'll, just, I'll step away for a second, and then okay. we can come back. All right, we're back. Okay, great. We're changed up, cleaned up, and we can, uh, we can get into this. So, great. like I said, we're covering July 13th through July 19th, the... Uh, launch of the Apollo 11 and inevitably the moon landing and all that but of course this whole thing started well before the actual date of the landing uh, you know I'm sure everybody's heard talk of JFK sort of getting this whole ball rolling you know and uh, yeah I mean wasn't this sort of his like uh, Obamacare yeah, kind of. I mean, this was like his one of the things that he went to office like, oh, "We're going to we're going to win this this uh well, space race." Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was like one of Yeah, his we're going to beat the Soviets to the moon and Right. You know, we're really going to establish our dominance in in space and on May 25th, 1961, he actually went before Congress and basically said, "Hey, we're going to go to the moon before the end of the decade, before 1970. 
And it's pretty ballsy because I think he was just kind of making that up. I don't think he really knew that it was possible or that or how long it might take. He was just like, "Hey guys, let's do it. Let's get there." You know, to make it happen. Yeah, sometimes if you act super confident, good things mm-hmm. just happen. Yep, very bold. And at that time, only I believe only Alan Shepard had been in space. So we'd sent one guy into space for 15 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever it was. You can go back and listen to our previous episode about Alan Shepard. But it was like a 15-minute space flight. We'd sent one guy up there, and all of a sudden JFK, JFK comes out, and he's like, all right, we're going to go to the moon now. Let's just do it. Let's get it done. Let's just go to the moon. Yeah. Yeah, and then in uh, September 1962, he actually had a famous speech, and I'll just read his quote. He said, we choose to go to the moon in this hey, decade. hold on. Could you, Sorry? Could you do it in his, uh, do in his voice? You want me to do a JFK yeah. accent? Uh, yeah, impersonation. Hold on, give me a second. Okay. <clears throat> we choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Did you like that? that yeah, really... I even did the. I even sped up decade to decay. Yeah, decade. He did it. He did it like that for some crazy reason. I put you on the spot and you came through in the clutch. I'm yeah, really proud I think of I you. Crushed, I, I think you you challenged me to go to the moon in your own way and I, I did it. Yeah, so. well, I mean, you were just talking about how this is your chance to shine. You just showed everybody. So good, yeah. good for you. And before we move on, the thing that I really like about that quote is he says, We're going to go to the moon. And do the other things. Right. And I don't know what those things are. Just like, oh, yeah, and, you know, other stuff, it, other really impressive stuff. And It reminds me of the, uh, I, I think it was like a car manufacturer who was presenting some sort of car to an MVP of some sporting event. Mm-hmm. And was trying to, <laughs> probably had a script, but somehow like, got caught up in the glitz and glamour and the lights and all the people there staring at him and, and sort of stumbled and at one point said, yeah, this uh, truck has all the technology and stuff. And that was it. <laughs> so awkward. Yeah. It was so awkward. I had to find it. Maybe we can post that to the Twitter account, but it it's yeah, very, sort of very, you know the bailout is always and stuff or other things. Yeah. Yeah, so JFK was like, we're going to go to the moon, and, you know, other things, uh, can't, uh, can't tell you about them now, but, like, they're going to blow your mind when I do tell you later, and then, I don't know if he ever did, honestly, Right. but he basically, he, on two separate occasions, at least, he put this challenge out there, he said, we're going to go to the moon, we're going to get it done, you know, whatever, let's beat those, those Ruskies, or whatever, whatever he said, probably something more diplomatic, but the uh, the Mercury program was established in 1959, which is the just sending people up. Alan Shepard was part of the Mercury program. Uh, and then in 61, the Gemini program and the Apollo program were both established. And the Gemini program was a kind of a thing to start prepping for sending people to the moon, like testing out different, different things like uh something we'll mention later is like eating in space mm-hmm. like trying out different kinds of foods and stuff that was the gemini program and then the apollo program of course was the actually going to the moon doing all that stuff um so in 1967 now this is our only death in this episode we're gonna get out of the way early let's knock this out so people are yeah involved. in 1967 a fire broke out in the apollo 1 command module while they were they were on the launch pad, but they were just doing like little tests and stuff, and a fire broke out, 
and three astronauts died because it took too long to open the door. Because they had this really complicated door for some reason, and it just took too long to open, and they suffocated. So let's let's just kind of sort of push that under the rug and move on. Yeah, just kind of not a great not a great start for the Apollo program, but it got better. So they kind of started out low, and then you know really got better over time. Uh, so the Apollo 7 was the first manned Apollo mission, and they just kind of went up, and I think they just orbited the Earth and sort of, uh, you know, just tested things and made sure systems were working and stuff. And then the Apollo 8 was the first circumlunar flight where they actually went around the moon and, you know, looked at it. They were the first humans to see the the backside of the moon because, of course, the moon always faces us the same way. So nobody had ever seen that before. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, and then were there the aliens Apollo, on it? Uh, not confirmed, but, okay. you know, the government probably, you know, wouldn't have told us, I wouldn't think. Yeah, so we don't know for sure. So we don't know for sure, because only astronauts have been up there. Gotcha, so. gotcha. I just uh, wanted to ask then, for our fans, because I'm sure that was yeah, a yeah. question they probably had. Well, I definitely didn't see anything in my research about aliens, so. Okay. Uh, and then the Apollo 10 actually descended towards the moon's surface, but they didn't land. They sort of kind of drifted along above the ground and then took back off. And there's actually one of the one of the astronauts in the Apollo 10 later said that they cut them short on fuel just to make sure that they didn't go ahead and land. They, just, they gave them just enough fuel to do what they needed to do and then get back. If they had landed, they would have been stuck there. Well, that seems like a really horrible thing to do to those astronauts. Yeah, but he like he said it with like kind of laughing, like yeah, they knew we were kind of goofballs, and uh, this will come up again later. But they they were kind of a more fun loving bunch, and they were just sort of like yeah, we don't we don't want to take any risks, so we're not gonna give them enough to take back off if they do land. So everything was set for the Apollo Eleven to launch in July 1969. So right under the wire of JFK's deadline. You know, right before the end of the decade, as he said. He can and pull it the, off. You can't pull that off. I'm sorry? You cannot pull decade off. Let, leave no. that to JFK. Yeah, so only when I do my JFK voice? Yeah, please. Okay, okay, sorry. I apologize to you and our, our listeners and everybody, but um, the crew was made up of, I'm sure many people know, Neil Armstrong... Buzz Aldrin, and some other guy. Um, you know, who cares about the other guy? He yeah. doesn't land on the moon. Yeah, great job. Uh, no, his name was uh, his name was Michael Collins. Um, and all three of them had actually flown in the Gemini missions. So they were all kind of seasoned, seasoned vets of the space program. And actually, fun fact, Michael Collins uh, is the brother of Bootsy Collins. Oh, so did not know that. That's pretty, yeah, that's not true. Oh. Sorry, I didn't didn't think you'd let that one slip by. Well, no, I definitely noticed, but I was willing to give you the benefit of the doubt since you're an expert at history. But okay, you you basically just proved everyone that you're not trustworthy. Well, for the record, just I'm pretty sure that if you saw a picture of Michael Collins and you saw a picture of Bootsy Collins, you would assume that they're not related. Well, what would make I'll you just, say that? Uh, well, just you know, they just I'll just leave that there. They just don't look like they come from the same family. Hmm, interesting to check that out. Yeah. So the Saturn V rocket 
was used to launch it, which is just, I'm just mentioning because that's kind of a famous thing. That's the main rocket part that they sit on top of, Saturn V. A uh, technological marvel. And they launched at 9.32 a.m. on July 16th. Uh, 9.32 a.m. Eastern. I I'm tried to make all my times Eastern on this so good for just our, assume that's our eastern our eastern listeners so they were off they shot up into into orbit they orbited the earth uh one and a half times they disconnected the lunar module and hooked it up to the command module and then they headed towards the moon they were on their way they were good to go so took a couple days to get there I don't know, I guess they were just playing Canasta or something. I don't know what they were doing. Just hanging out. Just high-fiving each other. And yeah. Talking about chicks. Yeah, drinking drinking a little, you know, a throwing light. back a couple of brewskis or, I don't know, or maybe they were doing astronaut stuff. Who knows? But they arrived on the 19th, three days later, and at about 1.30 Eastern, they passed behind the moon and started their orbit. So they were... Going around the moon, going around the moon, and they were kind of observing their landing site, the Sea of Tranquility, which sounds that's like a cool place sounds to hang awesome, out. Sounds awesome, yeah. Like I definitely yeah. want to put a lawn chair next to that. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They did not land in the sea of horrific space monsters. Yeah, that would they they specifically avoided that site. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they the following day on July twentieth, they disconnected the lunar module which was nicknamed the Eagle, uh, disconnected that with Armstrong and Aldrin inside. They kind of did a little spin maneuver so Collins could make sure that the everything looked good on the outside. And then they started towards the surface. And as they were coming in, they realized that they were passing landmarks about four seconds sooner than they were supposed to. So they were coming in a little hot. They were going a little fast. And so they actually missed their... Their, uh, where they were supposed to land by several miles. Um, now, is this where Tom Hanks jumps in and saves everybody, or is that... No, no, Tom Hanks was uh, was actually in the... Well, not Tom Hanks, but the character that he portrayed in in Apollo 13. He was actually part of the the uh, ground crew in in uh, Houston. So Oh, so that uh, there was a legitimate connection there. Yeah, so so these guys were kind of on their own, but you know they're they're professionals. So they decided to go. They were going to go ahead and land on the moon. They were going to go through with it. So Armstrong took control of the helm, and kind of Aldrin was telling him, you know, this way, that way, whatever. And they finally touched down at four seventeen Eastern, July twentieth. So they were on the moon, and they called back. They said Houston. Tranquility base here. The Eagle has landed. So that's it. I'm sure. That's yeah, the I'm sure that NASA was. You know, the people at NASA just went up in cheers and and all that. So uh, a couple hours later, Aldrin radioed back to the people on Earth and uh, wrote down this quote. He says, "I'd like to take this opportunity to ask every person listening in, whoever and wherever they may be, to pause for a moment." And contemplate the events of the past few hours and give thanks in his or her own way. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's interesting because shortly after that, he took communion, but he did it privately because the Apollo 8 astronauts 
they had flown around the moon, I believe, on Christmas or right near Christmas. And while they were doing it, they read a Bible verse from the book of Genesis. And this woman named Madeline Murray O'Hare had sued NASA because she was an atheist. Interesting. And that offended her. Interesting. Yeah, so, you know, good for you, Madeline Murray O'Hare. You you shamed an American hero into doing communion privately. Into having a super awkward, I guess, I don't know, what would you call that little phrase that he uttered there? Uh, yeah, the give thanks in his or her yeah. own way. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it, it's just like. Really, could have been way better. Vanilla, you know, politically correct. Just yeah, I'm sure he wanted to say thank God we got here safe or something like that. But NASA had sort of said, nah, kind of toned that down. So thanks, Madeline. It really made a difference. Yeah, dummy. No, I so, apologize for that. Can yeah. we cut that dummy part out? She's probably maybe. Listening. We'll see what happens in the final edit. Okay. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not too fond of this O'Hare lady, so I don't know if I'll feel better about it later. But anyway, uh, so they were actually supposed to take a five-hour nap when they landed, and they called back to NASA, and they were like, "Hey, can we just start getting ready?" That's a really poor job of setting up a schedule. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. you just landed on the moon. Go ahead and hang out for five hours and take a nap. Yeah, like we're on the moon. Yeah, like we're kind of we can see it right there. We're sort of we've sort of been waiting. We're like the first people ever to be on the moon. Would that be cool if we just go ahead and skip the nap part and go out on yeah. on the moon? Yeah, or? we don't we don't need nap time. Yeah. We're I know you're worried we're going to get fussy. Yeah, bad job scheduler. Yeah, I think we'll be fine. So they they asked NASA. They were like, "Hey, can we just like do moon stuff?" Uh, so they did their little prep thing. I think it took like two and a half hours to get fully prepped, get in their suits and everything to, to finally step out. And the hatch was finally opened at 10.39 p.m. Eastern Time. So, you know, about 11 o'clock on Earth, or in America on Earth. And uh, Armstrong actually, origi- initially he had trouble getting out because they had redesigned the hatch to be smaller but they hadn't redesigned the life support backpacks to fit through the new hatch. God. So I was wondering if, like, if they had not been able to get out, if they had gone all the way, landed on the moon, and then, like, he'd just gotten stuck in the door, just, like, just flailing and just can't, like, oh, or, like... Guess we'll just go home now. Yeah, it, like, Aldrin pulls him back in, and they close the hatch and just leave, or... Just kind of kick Or he, like, can. goes and... F- goes in like belly flops yeah on the on the moon like that's the big triumphant moment of of uh humanity is him falling on his face just kind of flailing around can't, yeah not, like, and like he's like a turtle yeah. like just like can't move because of his suit someone goes to pick him up and they sort of trip and fall down next yeah. to him and they're both just sort yeah. of stuck there they're both stuck on their backs and yeah thank goodness that's uh, not how it went yeah yeah but he was able he was able to get out and then at 10:56 he Neil Armstrong set foot on the moon, and he uttered his famous, famous words. Do you know what they... Yeah, he said, uh, YOLO. Nope. False. Try again. Try that again. Uh, he stepped out on the moon, and he said, suck it, Russia. Nope. No, no, no. Pretty sure that's what happened. No, he actually, he yelled, uh, he yelled... These nuts. No. And then he did like that X thing, you know, on his crotch. He did the, the mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I'll no, tell you what he said. We're doing a severe misservice. Yeah. Let me tell you what he said. A hero. You ready? Yeah. I I don't have this in front of me, so I'm going to try to do this from from memory. Okay, I will mock you when you fail. Okay. Um, uh, well, can you start it for me? That's that's one small step for man. Uh huh. One giant step for mankind. Close, really close. Giant leap. Leap. Dang it. Dang it. Also, that's the that version that you just recited is the kind of what people heard, but there's been this controversy all along that it's actually one small step for a man, and the radio broke up on a. So it sounds like one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, which is kind of confusing because man and mankind are the same. But yeah, that's that's what he said. Those were his words as he stepped down on the moon. So, Do you think that they were practicing that as they're heading towards the moon? Like That was definitely something that they talked about prior, right? It has to be. No one just oh, we'll come back to that. Okay. That's that's at the end in my little fun facts. Okay, this is going to be good. Uh, I can't wait. Section. But yeah, so that's what he said. And uh, the broadcast was broadcast, redundantly, to at least 600 million people. So this is like bigger than the Super Bowl. You know, lots of people tuned in for this. And uh, I bet if this was happening today, somebody, like, there'd be like, you know, I don't know, some company, DraftKings, brings you the moon landing or something. Some terrible sponsorship. But Aldrin joined Armstrong on the moon about 20 minutes later. He kind of hung out and made sure everything was good in the module. And then he stepped out. And when Armstrong stepped out, he immediately collected a soil sample and he put it in the pocket of his suit. That's disgusting. Why, why couldn't he have no, done no, that no, in the no. bathroom? Of Not a, no, the um dirt. Like... Okay. Dirt? I'm sorry. From the ground? That's my mistake. I'm sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He didn't... No, he... Yeah. He... There wasn't... No, no. It was dirt. He put some dirt in a little baggie, put it in his suit, because they were basically like, hey, if if there's some emergency and we have to get back in the module really quickly, we want to make sure we have something. Right. Right. So they had this... They at least had this. And uh, while they were doing their... They did their walk for about two and a half hours, I think. And so they just walked around and kind of just walked, just kind of took a walk on the moon. On well, the... I mean, they were doing stuff. No. They uh, they set up a flag. You know, <laughs> it's important to make yeah. sure that all the other countries knew, like, hey, we were here. Okay. As you go through this stuff, I want you using air quotes, because when I get a chance to kind of discuss uh, later, uh, you know, yeah, they set up a flag. All right. You know. Okay. I well, I don't know what that means. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. They they set up a flag. They set up some scientific equipment. Oh yeah. They collected some rocks and some more soil samples. Again, dirt samples. Uh, and they took some pictures and video. And they just sort of you know, and uh, they also talked to President Nixon on the phone, which uh, you know, I hope Nixon had some kind of good long distance phone. You know. Did he say, Plan. I am not a crook? I don't think so. I think he just said, hey, hey guys, good job. Way to go. Hmm. We're, all, we're all real proud of you down here. So, uh, uh, before you continue, there's a really, uh-huh. really great podcast out there. Okay. Um, Is it called Weak Sauce? Well, yeah, there's one really great podcast. Um, but there's another one out there. Um, okay, what's the, uh, what's the name? It's called The Truth. 
Okay. Uh, and they have a Twitter account. It's at the Truth Fiction. Uh-huh. It's a really cool podcast, basically, where they do sort of. It's almost like um, movie screenplays read. Uh, it's it's very very different. It's nothing okay. you've heard before. It will not compete with us. We're clearly better. At what okay. We do. Okay. Uh, but anyway, there's there one of their podcasts. In fact, one of the first ones they did is called Moon Graffiti. Uh huh. And basically, um, it is a it is like a an acted out play via podcast of okay. uh, Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong sort of discussing, having a discussion about um, having landed on the moon. And I, I mm-hmm. don't want to kill your thunder here because I imagine you're going to talk about this, but Nixon actually wrote a a speech, mm-hmm. prepared a speech for if they were stuck on the moon and would not be coming home. Yeah, yeah, that was also in my fun fact at the end bit. But, you know, we can talk about it now. Yeah. Yeah, so, Nixon well, so this was podca- fully prepared for the worst. Yeah. Well, and this podcast basically is what what would have happened, what would that discussion have sounded like um, on the moon between those two, knowing that they weren't coming home, basically. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's really fantastic. Seriously. I mean, go check it out if you can, because it's it's really interesting. And they they have Nixon reading the speech that he, ri- that he wrote. Um, uh-huh. The whole context of the speech, the speech is really kind of poorly written, actually, and and not uh, and not he doesn't sugarcoat things very much. But um, mm-hmm. did you put a bunch of emojis in it? No or? emojis. It was just very okay. sort of straight to the point. Like, hey, our our astronauts are effectively dead. They're not coming home. Yeah. Um, just starts out with like, man, this sucks. Yeah. Well, and basically, what a buzz kill. <laughs> like literally, yeah. Buzz yeah. died. Well, you, you he's dead now. Nailed that too. Yeah. Um, but the conversation between oh, I'm so funny. Neil, you're not Neil and Buzz wow. was was great. The, just yeah. the, the two of them sort of coming to the realization that they're running out of air. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and one of them was like, uh, "Like, hey, you want to make out?" No, that is not what they would have said. Oh, okay. <sighs> well, I figured this might be like an alt history. Like, no. Any anyway, sorry. I wish you would take that back. Yeah. Well, I won't, because I thought it was funny, and that's all that counts. So anyway, check out that podcast after you're done listening yeah. to every podcast we have. I will not have. do that, but thank you for oh, mentioning you'll listen. it. Yeah. Yeah, so like I said, they they did their EVA for about two and a half hours, which is their extravehicular activities, I think is what that stands for. Basically, anything you do in space that's not in the ship is an EVA. So they, they ran around for about two and a half hours, kind of did their sciencey stuff, collected samples and all that, and they loaded everything up. Got back in the module, and then they actually slept, finally, for about seven hours. They took a took a nice long nap to sort of rest up to leave the moon again. And uh, I wonder, I just kind of wonder what it was like to, like, wake back up, still being on the moon. Just kind of, I wonder if there was any bit of disorientation or just kind of like, oh, yeah, we're still on the moon. Yeah, like you wake up. the craziest dream. You wake up and you, you know how when you sleep in a different bed than your own bed and you wake up and you have mm-hmm. that sort of quick moment where you're just not sure where you are? Yep. Imagine doing that on the moon. Yep, exactly. In a tiny capsule with another man. Huh. Yeah, it sounded worse. Well, it sounded a lot worse than you probably intended. It sounded worse uh, than it did in my head. But anyway, so about two and a half hours after they woke up, they kind of did all their prep work and then two and a half hours later they took off. And headed back towards Collins, who was waiting in the command module. In all, they spent about 21 and a half hours on the moon. 
between doing stuff in the in the lunar module and uh you know the actually doing stuff and sleeping and, and everything so almost a full day on the moon and okay so this is in my notes where i mentioned that nixon prepared a speech and everything and just in case they couldn't take off but they were able to everything was fine it was all good and uh Aldrin actually he was he was doing his stuff as they were taking off and then he looked up at the last second and realized that the propulsion system had knocked their flag over. So it's kind of all that work for nothing. Yeah, that's a real bummer. And uh I can't confirm this. This is just my own personal theory, but I bet that the only reason we went back to the moon with the Apollo 12 and beyond was so that we could make sure we got that flag thing right. Yeah, like, Cause that's really embarrassing. Hey, Russia, just FYI, yeah. flag still here. Yeah. Flags do. Not flag only forever. did we, did we plan another flag, but we did four more just in yeah. case. And uh, I actually saw a thing a couple weeks ago about China trying to get to the moon by 2020, which I mean, get with the program guys. We did that, you know, 50 years ago or whatever, but they're trying to get to the moon, and I secretly wonder if their ultimate plan is to just go up there and knock all our other flags over. <laughs> why, would, why would the Chinese want to do that? That would be horrible. So that then they can rewrite history and be like, hey, you know, all I see is Chinese flags. So, I don't know, guys. Seems like only China's been there. Yeah, I guess. But, I uh, yeah. Why, why, is, why is China want to go to the moon anyway? What else is there to do up there? I think they just want to say they did it. Because they're, I mean, they're a superpower. They want to be in that that superpower that's been to the Moon Club. That we're the only ones who are in yeah. it. Yeah, they're very shifty. That Chinese government. Jeez. So, notice I deliberately said that Chinese government and not the Chinese, because that could come off a way different way. Just make sure to not edit this part out. Oh, I definitely won't. So the lunar module docked with the command module. There wasn't really any major issues and they abandoned the lunar module because of course they can't bring it home with them and they just sort of sent it adrift in orbit around the moon and then sometime later they're not exactly sure when it just kind of crashed on the surface so somewhere there's just a big you know hunk of this thing just crashed on the moon it's just kind of hanging out there they're not even really sure where at this point i don't think and they started heading back towards earth so Took them a few days. Uh, the night before splashdown, it's actually I found this kind of funny. They they kind of did a broadcast speech, and they sort of did it where I think Colin spoke first and he had his part, and then Aldrin did a little bit, and then Armstrong did a little bit to kind of close it out. And when Aldrin was doing his, he slipped a reference to uh, Psalms, the book of the Bible, Psalms, into his and quoted a Bible verse, and I was kind of like. Yeah, you got you got Madeline Murray O'Hare there, Aldrin. You have a really, showed her. You have a weird, like, beef with her. Yeah, well, I just, like, get a life, lady. Come on. Jeez. Like, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Everything is fine. There are other things to worry it's about. Those libs, man. Yeah, well, I don't. I wouldn't go that far. Oh. Well, I mean, you told well, me I'm that not before. Picking we... a, I'm not picking a fight with the whole side of the... You political spectrum i'm just specifically going after madeline murray O'Hare. i don't know like before the show you kept going screw those libs and their political correctness you kept saying well, yeah that and me. i also i also attacked women yeah 
uh, in a pretty ugly way, but, you know, we didn't record that, so I don't appreciate you bringing it up while we're recording. Apologies. But anyway, so Aldrin got a Bible verse in there. That's what I'm getting at. Good for him. He showed her. And uh, the following day, July 24th, the command module splashed down in the Pacific Ocean a little bit before dawn local time. Um, they actually came in, they, they landed upside down and they flipped over and a helicopter came and got them in the module and took them to the USS Hornet and they went into quarantine right away because everybody was worried about pathogens and, you know, who knows what kind of deadly life forms might be up there that could get us sick or whatever. Uh, and they actually spent like three weeks in quarantine in a couple different locations, just to make sure they didn't have anything. And they they did the quarantine thing in the Apollo 12 and the Apollo 14, and then they figured out, like, oh, there's nothing on the moon. Like, it's completely dead, so yeah, no, then they kind of stopped doing that. You're not going to get, like, a moon cold. No. No, no. But, you know, they had to be sure. They were like, yeah, have you seen the Andromeda strain? And then another guy was like, no, it, hasn't, it, hasn't, it won't come out for another three years. So... They, you think they had that discussion? Oh, absolutely they did. Because yeah. there's actually, I, I didn't write down the name of it, but there was a law that was passed that basically said, if someone goes into space, we have to quarantine them to make sure they didn't bring anything back. Yeah. Like, this was on, this is on the books. Alien diseases. So, yeah, exactly. They were, they were, I mean, credit to them, because that's, that's some forward thinking, I think. Uh, so then, after three weeks, after they got out of isolation, they kind of went on this worldwide tour, and got medals and parades and went to different countries and, you know, just kind of did the whole the whole press junket kind of thing. So that was sort of that was sort of what ended up happening with uh with Collins, Armstrong and Aldrin. Uh, and then I have my little fun fact bit here. Um anything else you want to throw in before we kind of power through this stuff. No, I'm 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 looking forward to your fun facts cuz it sounds like some of uh some of the things I wanted to talk about are about to be covered. So, yeah. Floor's yours. Oh, and they're and they're very fun, so just buckle up, prepare yourself. Can't wait. Okay. So the uh the Apollo 11 mission in all lasted 8 days, 3 hours, 18 minutes, 35 seconds. So, down to seconds, pretty impressive that they that they bothered to write that down. Uh the command module which was what Collins hung out in while the other two went down to the moon and also what they came back to Earth in was called the Columbia, which was named after the Columbiad, which was the ship in Jules Verne's book From the Earth to the Moon. Hmm. So that was that was where they came up with that. And the It's really fun. Yeah. And the lunar module, which is what they landed on the moon with, like like I mentioned earlier, it's called the Eagle, which was of course named after our national bird. The Eagle. So, also fun. I hope you had fun with that one. Uh, I did enjoy that last one. That last one was incredibly fun. Yeah, it's like it's like riding on a roller coaster. That particular fact was maybe the funnest fact that I've, I've heard in a while. Oh, well, you wait, because there's okay. more. Uh, like I said earlier, the Apollo 10 crew, they, like, they did the whole thing with the fuel to sort of make sure they didn't you know, sneak down to the moon or whatever. Um, and they're, they were kind of a more lighthearted, fun-loving crew, and they actually, they named their ships Charlie Brown and Snoopy, which NASA was not really happy about. They didn't think it was very funny, uh, which is kind of 
they kind of when they went to the Apollo Eleven crew, NASA was kind of like, "Hey, let's like take this seriously," you know, like this is this is big stuff. So let's not mess around with Peanuts character names or whatever, whatever goofy thing you guys want to come up with. So, um, Collins actually designed the the insignia that was on their coins and their patches on their suits, and the insignia did not include the astronauts names because they thought it would do a disservice to the other thousands and thousands of people who worked to make the moon landing possible so that sort of goes back to what we talked about with uh alan shepard where he included the seven in the name of his ship because he thought it would honor the other six astronauts who were part of the mercury program and this is that same kind of thing where it's like they were sort of thinking outside of themselves which you know, like we talked about before, it sort of speaks to the kinds of people that they had in this program, you know, in the space program. Uh, and as Armstrong was descending the ladder on the moon, he pulled, he sort of uncovered this plaque that was sort of connected to the ladder, which I guess is still on the moon because that part of the module didn't shoot back up off of the moon when they left. And on that, it said, here... Men from the planet Earth first set foot upon the moon, July 1969 A.D. We came in peace for all mankind. And it had the names of the three astronauts and also uh, Nixon's signature on it, I believe. So, well, How did Nixon get his signature on that? Uh, he probably just said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign it too. Because I'm president. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of Nixon, he went and uh, actually visited the astronauts right after they landed. And... Uh, Sort of while they were in isolation, but he sort of talked to him through the glass. I don't think I mentioned that earlier, but he was on the Hornet when they when they got there and sort of said, "Hey guys, good job. We're real proud of you." You know, whatever he said. And then did like the peace sign to all the cameramen standing yeah. around. Right, and it's like I'm not a crook. And then he like ran off or whatever. Just, just turned around and ran off inside of the White House. Yeah, or he well he's on the ship, so he probably just like jumped jumped at a speedboat and rode away, or who knows what. But. uh like we were talking about earlier, Armstrong actually didn't think up his first words until they had already landed on the moon. And the reason was because he wasn't sure, he wasn't 100% confident that they would be able to land on the moon safely and everything. So he was just kind of like, what's the point of coming up with something if I'm not even going to get to use it? Call him BS. Yeah, you think Call so? Call him BS on that one. You think he wrote that down? Absolutely. Like three years earlier, Absolutely. It's like just in case. Yes, no question. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Well, that's that. That's his official story. Is that he didn't think it up until they were already had touched down. But, uh, and I mean, he's dead now, so you can't really quarrel with him personally. But <laughs> I guess I will. I will walk over to his grave and talk to him about it yeah. right now. Well, I mean, well, wait till we're done. Okay. Uh, while they were on the moon, they actually discovered a mineral, which. I don't know what was special about it, but I guess it was something that that isn't on Earth. And they actually named it Armalcolite, which is parts of the three astronauts' last names. Arm being Armstrong, Al being Aldrin, and Col being Collins. So they got a uh, they got a mineral named after the three of them. It's pretty cool. Okay, it's more than I've done with my life. So well, that's not saying much. Know. Yeah, but. Uh, and then the Soviets actually, of course, we were in the space race for a long time with the Soviets, and they had actually, you know, they wanted to land a man on the moon before us, of course. You know, we were racing there, and 
they couldn't really pull it off because of a bunch of failures and accidents and things. But they actually launched an unmanned lander on July 13th, so three days before the Apollo 11 launched. It was called the Luna 15, and they were going to land it on the moon and use it to like collect samples and then bring the samples back to Earth before our astronauts got back just so they could rub it in our faces God. that they got samples first. But then during its descent, it malfunctioned and crashed on the moon. Whoops. So they didn't get to rub anything in our faces. America so, wins again. Yep. Uh, and then the last little note that I have on this is that uh, there were five Apollo missions that landed on the moon after this. And, of course, Apollo 13 didn't because of the catastrophic malfunction and all that. Tom Hanks screwed everything up. Yep. Well, actually, it was Kevin Bacon. Oh, that's right. Because he, he's the one who turned the tank. And Pete and Pete on himself, I believe, in the middle of uh, Yes. Yeah, Kevin Bacon, the actor, actually did for unrelated reasons. But Do you think that... Uh, actually... Actually, uh, Apollo 13 is one of my favorite yeah, movies. Yeah, it's a great... Just could throw that out there. Great movie. Fantastic yep. Ron Howard movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, terrific. All around. Incredible acting. The whole thing's great. Um, so do you think that when we decided to do like moon exploration and the moon landings that we thought that at one point we might be able to like live on the moon, do you think that was in their thought process? I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure by that time we probably knew that like, kind of what life on the moon would be like, like, with, like, bubbles and stuff. You know, you can't really just live on the moon like we do on Earth, but I don't know. I, you know, there was so much wrapped up in, like, making sure that nobody would set up a nuclear missile base and stuff, and just and then just kind of the all the politics of it, like, hey, we got to the moon first, you know, you guys didn't, or whatever. I don't know. It's it's It was so wrapped up in all this other stuff, and... I mean, like I said, they only had five more missions that went up there, and then they were like, this is too expensive, and they gave up on it, basically, and we haven't been back since, I think, 1972. So, 43 years. Um, so, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, they they wanted to do it to do it. They wanted to do it to show everyone that they could. They wanted to collect rock samples and do some science stuff, and I don't know, though. I don't know. What's your gut on that? What do, I, how do you, how do I mean, sir, that? it feels weird to me that they went back five more times, like spent money to go back to the moon a bunch of more times. Because, I mean, yeah. after the first time, you're pretty sure that there's not a whole lot you're getting out of this. Moon, yeah. The moon is pretty standard. Not much going on there. Not much that we can do there. Well, they landed. I mean, they did land at different sites. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure they thought maybe different spots would have different degrees of, like, different kinds of rocks and things. I don't know. But... Yeah, I don't know. It just feels felt weird at the at the time. I still am just not really totally sure what was going on. Maybe there are things that the government wasn't telling us mm-hmm. that they were planning to do. Mm. Well, anyway, that's the that's the moon landing. Yay! Uh, launched on July sixteenth, nineteen sixty nine. Landed on the twentieth. Hung out for a day. Came back. Got back safely. It's all good. So, Yay. you know. Good, good job, everybody. We did it. Yay, America. Yeah, we did it. And JFK can finally, you know, rest peacefully, knowing that we accomplished his his insane goal that he just made up one day and probably didn't know if we could do it or not. Yeah, so, I, I mean, should we tell him? I'm sure he's probably celebrating right now. I bet he is, yeah. 
with some chowder or whatever. Whatever they eat. Whatever he eats. Yeah. Uh, so we have a fake sponsor this week. Sweet. And it's actually it's actually a pretty perfect tie-in. Uh, our fake sponsor this week is Tang. Huh. You know Tang? Remember Tang? Have you ever had Tang? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about the the orangey drink. Yeah, no, I'm 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 familiar with it. Okay. But so no, you weren't thinking of something else, but, right? No, the orangey no. drink. Okay. But, but you're saying that they've asked to sponsor our show, like they would like to give us money to promote their product. I mean, that's the you know that's the that's the bit anyway. Okay. You know, for for the sake of the bit, yeah, they they came to us. They they said, hey, we'll give you you know some money, and you guys talk about Tang. So, um, yeah, and that ties into the space program. So, um, yes, I have had Tang. Tang was a, a, okay. What are your thoughts? Um. I don't know that it's much different than like orange Kool Aid, right? Mm-hmm. It's sort of like if orange Kool or if Kool Aid and Sunny yeah. D had a, a baby. little thicker version of Kool Aid. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it, it actually comes in a non-powder form, but sort of the powder form is more famous. You mix it into water, and then you have an orange drink. I thought it was okay. Uh, it was actually invented in. Huh? I thought it was okay. Sure. Yeah, I don't think I've had it since I was a kid, but. I wasn't 100% sure it was still around, but apparently it is. Oh, it is. So they yeah. technically could be giving us money to promote their product. Yeah. Okay. That Yeah, that's totally what's happening, too. So hope we hope we earn it. Uh, it was actually invented in 1957, which is interesting because there's this, there's this common misconception that it was invented for the space program, which is not true. It was around before that. And it didn't really sell very well. Nobody liked it. Uh, but then John Glenn... During the Gemini program, he did some testing in orbit where he ate and drank some stuff just to make sure that we could eat and drink in space. And they chose Tang as the drink that he drank in 1962 during during this mission. So then that really put Tang on the map. Kind of became this like, oh, this is what the astronauts drink. Um... So that's sort of the tie-in here. And uh, I actually found a quote from Buzz Aldrin. I think it was from 2003. His uh, his thoughts on Tang. It was, uh, Tang sucks. Buzz <laughs> that's Aldrin. A, so, that's yeah. a reigning endorsement. Yeah, surprisingly, they did not use that as their tagline mm-hmm. moving forward. They didn't, the make a whole, they, uh, they didn't make a whole ad campaign out of it. But uh, also, just some random thing that I found is that Tang was invented by the guy who invented Cool Whip. And I'm sorry. Say uh, that again. Pop rocks, cool whip. Why are you saying whip that way? I didn't say whip. I said whip. You, you he said cool whip. whip, and he invented pop rocks. So yeah, two spare. He's got a lot. Two super spare things that we don't need in this world. Uh, pop rocks are pretty great. You sir. shut your mouth. We definitely needed candy that fizzles in your mouth no, for no it's reason. Stupid, and it makes me nauseous. You're stupid, and you make. I me will nauseous. fight you on this podcast right now. No, you yeah, won't. I'm sorry. I'm too lazy. Yeah. Yeah. So Tang, go get some Tang. I guess. Yeah. I I'm sure they sell it at stores or whatever. Tang. It sucks. Tang sucks. Did he really say sucks? Because that seems like a that's. I I didn't know people said that in those days. Well, this was from like 2003. Oh, I think. Okay, so he's. It's pretty recent. Definitely so. just to the times. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. 
So, uh, so I think that's pretty much the show, right? Like, no, talked about the no. moon landing. We got our spot, no, our sponsorship pal, in there. And, you know, we just spent a uh, great deal of time talking about this moon landing. You know, this uh-huh, thing, that, yeah, like the, the moon landing that occurred on July twentieth, nineteen sixty-nine, and they were just the summer of love. They called that it. We're, no, so that we're just supposed to believe, just you know, because mm-hmm. the government tells us we're supposed to. Because it happened, it. and it was a big, it was a great achievement, hey, and it happened in a soundstage. Oh dear, huh? Oh no, huh? How about that, Michael? It's about I, time that we get down to business here. Because I really I thought that we took away your internet privileges we, for this very reason. We owe the American because people an explanation. You get you start googling, you get in the deep Absolutely web. Absolutely not. This is this is okay. So if we hold on, if we could just pull the curtain yeah. back. Uh, a few weeks ago, I got this call from Jason. It was like two thirty in the morning. He called me from a payphone, uh-huh. and he was just telling me like all like he's found the truth, yep. and he's you know like he's. He's, you know, whatever, like, all this just insane babbling, and then you, like, mailed me a, it was like a hat, but it was made out of, like, aluminum foil, uh, what, it, and you, you told me to wear yeah, it. Yeah, would you like and, to stay undetected by the government or not? Up to you. I mean, yeah, I would, and I, so, I am wearing the hat, just for the record, because I figured, better safe than right. sorry, but, yeah, so you've been, so you've been around on the internet again, and you found something, well, right? You're going to tell me about... Let me just hold on, let me just do okay. something real quick. Hang on, just one second. Okay. Uh, just let me get up here. Just want to check outside. Mm-hmm. Yep, nobody. Okay. Don't hear anybody or see anybody. I don't see the black helicopters outside my window at okay. this point. That's good. So I think. Yeah, you don't want those black helicopters. Yeah, I think we have a moment to around. talk here. Um, okay. Listen, everything you said not true. Mm-hmm. Back okay. in 1974, there was a book. It's called We Never okay. Went to the Moon. America's mm, It's pretty pretty yeah, straightforward. Little title. subtitle. America's thirty billion yeah. dollar swindle. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh so this was two years after the the Apollo moon flights had completely ended. Right. Um, okay. basically this is written by a, a rocket scientist who okay. uh technically I mean he worked for a company. He was a senior senior technical writer. Um Okay had no actual knowledge of rockets or technical writing, which is weird. But, but, okay. but so his job description didn't describe his job well, at all? Again, you just you can't trust what the government tells you. All right. Okay, okay. Uh, go yeah. on. Continue. So basically he he I'll say claims but proves that mm-hmm. the mathematically the only chance of actually successfully landing on the moon is zero point zero zero one seven percent? Okay, that seems really small. Yeah, yeah. I don't know a lot about math, but that seems really like oh yeah, not good odds. Right. Okay. So uh, basically, he infers that instead of going to the moon, um, they just faked the moon landings. Hmm. What do you think about that? Okay, like you like in a soundstage, like you mentioned. Yeah. Earlier. In fact, not only was it on a soundstage. There has been discussion that Walt Disney actually sponsored these fake moon landings. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they do good work, the the Disney people. So. In fact, there's a there's a group called the Flat Earth Society, which is this organization. Oh, yeah. dear. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm familiar with their they've, work. <laughs> they've claimed that it was sponsored 
by Walt Disney in conjunction with Hollywood, and that a script okay. was written by Arthur C. Clarke and directed by Stanley Kubrick. Are, okay, so the people behind 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah. They, oh, okay, yeah. so they were also in on this. So, they, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of good work on, on their part, I guess. Oh, yeah. So, okay. people of America, you heard the story that the government wants you to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little, f- some facts about what they don't want you to hear. Okay. okay. Basically, the reason that the United States wanted to fake the moon landings are very clear, right? There was a space race going on. Um, mm-hmm. The Cold War, the United States was trying to, to beat the Soviet Union at something. Public perception, the only way they could do that is could be first on the moon. And they knew that wasn't going to happen. And if, if things went wrong, that would be devastating. So uh-huh. they... Yeah. Pretty embarrassing yeah. and the loss of life and all that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So they faked it on a okay. soundstage at Disney World. Uh-huh. Uh, not only that, NASA funding... They needed to be able to keep money going to, to NASA, and the only way to do that is to prove that there was something being accomplished here. Mm-hmm. Going to the moon, buddy. How about that? Mm. Okay. Also, the uh, the Vietnam War happening, they were trying to distract the public from the Vietnam mm. War. So it's, it was like a false flag. False flag. False flag. Okay. Okay. Are you with me? Seems like it's all starting to come Are together. Are you with me? I mean, I'm, I'm, Let me just check I'm listening. Let me just check out my window, because I think I heard something okay, out there. Okay, check again. I do. I don't see anyone, but I am hearing strange okay. things. Hey, do you hear that clicking in our head? I, I don't. I don't. I think we may be monitored right now. You think so? Well, let me let me finish up here, because there, okay. uh, there are... I'm going to give you nine uh, obvious hoaxes. Okay. Uh conspiracy theory points that are obvious that the United States was in on this, this giant conspiracy theory. Okay, so these these are the facts that kind of back up this They're, claim. Here are that, the facts. Okay. Have okay. you seen the picture of the American flag on the moon? Yeah, it's an iconic, yeah. you know, iconic you photo. You see how it's sort of, of the, waving? Yeah. Waving in the moon? Right, yeah, because when they plant it in the, in the ground, they sort of like turn the, turn the little pole, and it's sort of like, because of the momentum and... You know, sort of flat back and forth, right? That's kind of how that... Well, what the government wants you to believe, out. Michael, is that they mm-hmm. actually had a, a wire that they stuck stuck into the fabric. Right, yeah. And yeah. as they were putting it up, it looked like that. But, come on, how dumb are we? Do you think we believe that? I mean, Well, uh... So, alright, number one. I don't want people to think I'm dumb, so I don't want to say exactly. yeah, but... So, fluttering okay. flag on the moon, impossible. Are you okay. with me so far? I guess because there's no air, right? Yeah. That's the... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, that make, I guess that makes a, a sense in its own yeah, way. totally. So forget okay. about that whole, you know, very believable theory that they used a, you know, something to hold the flag up so it wasn't just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Forget that. Right, yeah. Here's something else for you. Astronauts left the safety of the Van Allen belt. If they did that... Okay. Oh, yeah, The radiation okay. yeah. would have killed them. They'd okay. They'd be dead. Right, or superheroes. Or superheroes, right. Yeah. Now, okay. the government would try to tell you that the Van Allen belt actually is not a big deal. In fact, it's not much more than just getting an x-ray. But that's okay. just sciencey stuff. Don't right. don't let them fool you, okay? Okay. Sciencey stuff. They would have been burnt up the second they left that Van Allen belt by radiation. 
No doubt about it. Okay, so you're you're refuting their sciencey stuff with your own exactly. sciencey stuff. Basically? Exactly. Okay. Okay, so you got the good right. science. Number three. You okay. ready? Mm-hmm. If you look at pictures, there's some overhead pictures of the astronauts on the moon, and if you look uh-huh. at the shadows, the shadows that are created can only be created if there were multiple light sources, like studio okay. lamps. It's just the way the shadows okay. lay. So your theory is that they were too stupid to realize that there's yeah. only one sun? Huge mistake there, guys. Basically? Like, just a real big oversight Huge. on this multi-billion dollar... Huge coach. mistake. Okay. Now, again... Because I would expect better from yeah. Stanley well, Kubrick, you, you know. Think. The guy's kind of a you know, pretty accomplished filmmaker. Well, here's what they'll tell you, Michael. They'll say okay. that on the actual moon, it's the terrain is pretty hilly, and uh, mm-hmm. you know the landscape is not flat. So right. uh, the sun, being so close to the horizon, hitting hills and uneven fields and things like that, created um, shadows at different angles. But forget that. Right, yeah. Forget that. Okay. So the perfectly reasonable explanation, let's just throw that out the window. <laughs> That's what the government wants okay. you to believe, buddy. Right, right, right. You know what yeah. I mean? I forgot. I forgot for okay. a second. Are you ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Number four. If they had film, which they did, right? Because there are images and mm-hmm. video of, of uh, images of them on the the moon, right? Okay. The yeah. sun's rays would have completely melted the film. Mm. Do you know okay. the moon's temperature is two hundred eighty degrees Fahrenheit? I figured it was probably pretty warm. Yeah, yeah. would have melted the film completely. Now, okay, the government would want to tell you that. They never mm-hmm. actually left bare film sitting out on the moon. It was in canisters right. that were protective. And I mean, yeah, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, they would take some kind of precaution to make sure that, right. so you know, it didn't. You know, sounds like you're buying into uh, the government uh, propaganda. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep know. an open I mean, mind. I'm listening to what you're saying. Why don't you and, just you know, sort of just go out there and put your hands out and let them handcuff you? Why not? Yeah. How, okay. Let's just let's go to number. Num- that's a bit extreme, five. but. Okay. Have you ever seen the iconic picture of the footprint in the moon? Yes. 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 Famous picture of uh, Neil Armstrong's boot yeah. print, and you know what? You know it's a. You know what, Michael? Uh, you're not able to leave a well, footprint in in the soil unless there is moisture. There's uh, no okay. moisture on the the moon, pal. Uh huh. Now, it, uh, let me give you the. The silly propaganda to try to fool people. The official, yeah. okay, yeah. There are several powdery, dusty substances where you could easily make a footprint in, which would hold, um, uh-huh. because particles hold their position due to the friction between them. But forget forget that. Right. Couldn't have happened. Yeah, because that's, re- that's too reasonable. Yeah, it's too obvious. Are you with me? So... Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm still. I mean, I am. Listening. This is one that uh, there's no disputing. This. Okay. Okay. Uh, you're f- you're familiar with uh, with micrometeors. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. just uh, those would be tiny, tiny, meteors. super fast meteors that basically are uh-huh. flying through space all the time. Mm-hmm. That would have just punched straight through the ship and killed every single astronaut. Everyone would have been dead. Oh, you think Absolutely. so? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. No chance that they could be out in space. They wouldn't have done it. Meteors everywhere. Okay. Now. So space is, space is not space. It's full of tiny meteors. Just whizzing yeah, around. Yeah, you sound like 
Richard Nixon, but yeah, he, he would have said space is enormous and there there are there is debris in space, but space mm-hmm. is this incredibly vast matter mass. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, if you if you ignore the facts, that is a very airtight yeah know, theory. Part of the theory, it's airtight. Sure, I so. heard airtight, and I think I'm with you yeah. on that. Yeah. Okay. I should mention also that astronaut suits also have Kevlar in them in case there is anything that flies through, so they would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. forget that. Are you ready for uh, number six? Or seven? Yeah. Here we go. So we land on the moon, right? We have this, uh, the lunar excursion module lands on okay, the moon, yeah. right? How come it didn't uh, create a deep crater in the uh, surface of the moon? You ever ask yourself that, Michael? I can't say I yeah. have. I never have. And you know why you haven't? You're brainwashed by the government. Mm. Okay? Yeah. Now. The government got to me. Let me give you a little fancy schmancy science they'll try to throw down your throat so that you believe everything okay. that they say. Um, uh-huh. the, the the moon has just a sort of a layer of dust, and underneath that dust is really dense, packed rock. Um, uh-huh. So dust did come up when the lunar excursion module landed, but... Um, underneath it was rock, so that nothing, it was just, just landed. <laughs> right. But then how could they know that? Because they've never been Exactly. There. Soundstage, right. yeah. we would know that, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. That makes sense. I, it's almost embarrassing to have you, to tell you that stuff that they try to throw at you. Anyway, you ready for this next? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're here to yeah. do it, though. I'm glad you're, you're the man with, you know, that has the courage to yeah. step forward. Oh, yeah. So. We're, we're heading down the home stretch here. I've got two more for you. Okay. Have two you more? ever seen the moon buggy? A picture yeah, yeah. Of it. from the the later. They didn't use it in Apollo Eleven, right? But they used it in later right. missions where they sort of drove around a little it, bit. This little exactly. Uh huh. It's a little car that astronauts sit on and drive around the moon. Uh huh. Um, how could they fit that giant car into that little landing module, Michael? Uh, I don't. Did it like fold up or <laughs> is it like yeah, one of those things? That's that, what they'll tell you. It like starts out as a suitcase. They'll try to convince you that they designed it so that it's very lightweight and foldable, so that it could, you know, be packed onto a lunar module. But uh-huh. I mean, that seems reasonable. Enough. Oh yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah, air quotes reasonable. Mm. So okay, I see what you, you did see there. What I'm saying the yeah. last one, and really, this is the most damning of all evidence. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen the pictures of like the the? Uh, the moon where you can see the horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty amazing photos of just sort oh, of the oh yeah blackness of space yeah. oh, and the what was that the, kind of the, the blackness of space. The yeah, yeah. space. The, where are the stars, Michael? Why? Well, I mean, they're out there. Surely they must be with stars in uh-huh. them. Okay. Now some. So you think when they when they set up their fake background for all these pictures, they the just, stars. nobody thought. Nobody thought, hey, guys, the, we got to draw some little white specks yeah. on this. Someone screwed that up big time. Okay. Now, you might yeah. meet some, you know, hipster photographer that walks around drinking their lattes and uh, voting for Obama or whatever. Yeah, their their paps blue yeah. ribbon latte. With their mustaches. Yeah. You might run into uh-huh. them somewhere. And they'll tell you that if you take a photograph at night, that faint objects typically don't show up. That's because, mm-hmm. you know... Um, the brightness of nearby objects washes out the film and things like that. But for that's, 
all they're doing is trying to confuse you with facts. Right. Yeah, that seems like what they're probably doing. Which is ridiculous, if you ask me. Yes. I mean, I did ask you, so I guess... So you have to accept the things that you, all the things you yeah. said. Yeah. So, so. I, what I'm asking you now, after we've gone through that, mm-hmm. is just to kind of, I'm giving you a chance to go back on what you just discussed and really tell America mm-hmm. the truth, which is, we sat at Disneyland, um, went to Space Mountain, threw some actors onto a soundstage, and filmed the moon landing. Just tell mm-hmm. the truth, man. Just let it out. Okay. Well. I mean, you've presented a lot of interesting points. Um, I wouldn't say I believe you, but I would say that I don't believe you. Is that kind of a fair compromise? Yeah. You think that's a, like, I'm just, I, I feel like that's a good middle ground. I'm not sure that I have the capacity to, to completely dissect what you just said, but it feels mm-hmm. like I just took the beginning of that, and you said that you don't not believe me. Right, yeah, yeah, basically. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I feel good about that. Okay. Okay, well, good. I mean, I'm glad that you were able to sort of bring your own perspective on this stuff. And You're welcome, America. And uh, just so you know, if I yeah. disappear, uh, you know what happened. Yep, you went to Vegas and spent all your, you know, spent all your money, gambled everything away, and then some mobsters killed you and buried you in the <laughs> desert. Mobsters. I mean, that's kind of what I've assumed is going to happen to you eventually since the time I met you. Mobsters, so. right? Yeah. Um, have you ever seen the video of Buzz Aldrin punching oh, that guy in the so face? Oh, it's so great. So good. He's like 80 years just old. clocks him. And this guy runs up to him and yells about how he lied to everybody, and he just turns around and just pops him in the Yeah, as a conspiracy theorist, actually, that was uh, mm-hmm. bugging him. Probably a good friend of yours, I would think. Well... None of us like to have friends because that just means our friends can be used against us. Right, that makes so sense. So we can't maintain families or have friends. Kind of a house yeah. of cards thing, yeah. So. Um, if I if I think about it, if I can find them, I'll look for the episode of BS, the Penn & Teller show from Showtime, where they talk about different conspiracies and they kind of dissect the kind of some of the stuff you were just talking about. Uh, and also, if you... If... Uh, Anybody who watches Mythbusters, you know they did a whole episode about the uh, conspiracy, moon landing conspiracy theory stuff. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good episode. Sort of going to tackle some of these things, the the shoe print and the stars and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much the episode, right? We're kind of starting to wind down Yeah, now. I feel like I'm being watched as we speak, so we should probably wrap this up pretty quick. Well, you're definitely being listened to by at least a few people because we're, we're doing a podcast yeah, right now. there's a guy outside so, my window like, and I, there's like a red dot right on my heart, right over my heart right now. Uh-huh. Well, that guy's always out there, isn't he? Yeah. Isn't that just that homeless got, guy that yeah, he, he's a buddy. kind of wanders the neighborhood a, and sort of a vague, random Yeah, he, he keeps snakes and stuff out of my yard. It's just sort of his... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let him, is, there, is it just him or is it like another no, guy? No, it's just we let him sleep in a tent in the backyard and he promises to keep like rodents. So. No, no, I mean like right now. Like is there like just No, it's just him. Or? Yeah, he's hanging out just kind okay. of smiling. Oh, he's staring then. through my window smiling at me. It's real. Yeah. Just give him a little wave. Just... I gave him the finger guns and he's he walked away. So oh. we're good. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of your move. That's my unfortunately. thing. Yeah. But, I, but um, thank you for giving me the opportunity to tell the truth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is your podcast yeah. too, so... You know, I wouldn't deny you the opportunity to sort of share kind of your... I, I would like to talk to you about possibly limiting your internet time again, but we, we can do that. We, yeah, we'll talk about that. It's not a big deal. 
Yeah, do you want to do our little, your typical spiel yeah. about if you, where, where uh, we I are? I would. Um, you can access our podcast multiple ways, one of which is via our website. It's com. That's W-E-E-K. That, if you don't uh-huh. know, is a play on words. Um, you can also access our uh, podcast via iTunes if you search for mm-hmm. uh, Sauce Podcast or Week Sauce. Just week sauce, we'll I think. It. Either one probably will get get you there. Yeah. But um, if you'd like to set up an iTunes like automatic download reminder or whatever that that is, you can do that there. Uh, we have a Facebook too. I don't know that we've had anybody actually go out and join it. It'd be cool if we had one person. Yeah, I'm not no, even in it yet. So. You refuse to tell me what your Facebook name is, but yeah, well, I mean, you and I are both going out of town this weekend, but we can probably next week kind of start driving towards sort of kind of making yeah. that thing. Sort of like what we do with Twitter also. Yeah. But it exists. It's out there. You can go yeah, find it if you want. Uh, it's Facebook slash... You could be the first person besides Jason to That'd be, be cool. in it. So, I mean, I assume you're in it. I haven't looked. I so. don't know. I'm not really into the podcast so much. But, yeah. Uh, it's it's Facebook.com slash we have a podcast. And if you'd like to find us on Twitter where we do a lot of our stuff, like we post sometimes pictures, videos, stuff that didn't make the podcast, um, funny banter... Links to the podcast when they come out, stuff like that. You can go there too, and that's mm-hmm. at We Have a Podcast. Yeah, and and we try to if you tweet us, you know, we pretty much try to tweet everybody back. Like we like having like kind of a back and forth with people who listen or people who, you know, want to talk to us or want to ask us questions or want to offer their perspective or want to suggest topics or pretty much anything, anything you want to send our way. We're happy to, you know, even the mean stuff. We'll we'll take our lumps. Also, just, I mean, this isn't really that big a thing, but if you want to look for us on SoundCloud, that's where all our episodes are hosted. You just do, like, Week Sauce, I think, on SoundCloud, if you don't want to go the iTunes route or whatever. But if you go to the website, it's all on there anyway. Um, I think you hit on everything. Yeah, uh, right? Yeah, like, I mean, you're, yeah, you've done it 18 times now, so. Um, like I mentioned, if you... You know, want to suggest topics or offer feedback or whatever? You can comment on the site. You can tweet us. You can join the Facebook group. Write stuff on there. I assume. I think that's still how Facebook works. I don't know. And um, we haven't talked about what we're going to talk about next week, like between the two of us. So I don't know what next week's topics are going to be. I'll probably tweet it out when I once we actually look some stuff up and discuss it. But uh, for now, it's a surprise. So you have something to look yeah. forward to, sheep. Yeah. In your bleak, miserable, pointless lives. Yeah. We should probably not end and, on that uh, note. I don't... Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a not a good high note to finish on. Uh, you got anything? Uh, anything go America! Wanna... Oh, oh, <coughs> just just one more thing. If you listen to us on iTunes, you like the show or whatever, um, give us a rate and review, if you would. That's... Because that helps us kind of move up the boards and get... get more notice and stuff and uh tell a friend if you like the show if you think they'll like it tell them because jason and i only know so many people and we've already told all of them and they all told us to stop talking about our stupid yeah, podcast it's so embarrassing actually yeah so we you know that if you tell people that's a, a really good way for us to get it's new a lot easier on us we'd appreciate yeah. that and maybe you'll get a cash prize uh, we probably i mean should, you won't yeah, we but should even yeah, we're not going to give you any money, but there's always yeah, a chance. Yeah, like if we like, somehow really hit the jackpot and make a lot mm-hmm. of money, we're still not no, going to I mean, give like you, we're not yeah, going to give you any money. 
but it might come from somewhere right. else. Like, have you heard of the secret? It's kind of like the you secret. You envision it. Like you, like you just put good things out there, like you know, telling your friends about our podcast, and then maybe mm-hmm. you'll get money. I it's think that's not how the secret at all, works. but that's okay. Okay, yeah. Um, so I guess that's pretty much the show, right? <laughs>